Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, as we're in the middle of the peak weeks of the earnings season. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is revisions to earnings estimates for S&P 500 companies for the fourth quarter. Analysts have been increasing earnings estimates for S&P 500 companies over the past few quarters. Is this trend continuing in the fourth quarter? But first, let's provide an update for the third quarter earnings season for the index. At this point in time, more S&P 500 companies are beating earnings estimates for the third quarter than average and beating estimates by a wider margin than average. Due to these positive surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the third quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the quarter. The index is now reporting the third highest year-over-year growth in earnings since the second quarter of 2010. Analysts also expect earnings growth of more than 20% for the fourth quarter and earnings growth of more than 40% for the full year. These above-average growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Overall, 56% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the third quarter to date. Of these companies, 82% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is above the five-year average of 76%. If 82% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the fourth highest percentage of S&P 500 companies reporting a positive earnings surprise since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 10.3% above the estimates, which is also above the five-year average of 8.4%. Due to the number and magnitude of these positive earnings surprises, The index is reporting higher earnings for the third quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the third quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the third quarter is 36.6% today, compared to an earnings growth rate of 32.6% last week and an earnings growth rate of 27.4% at the end of the third quarter back on September 30th. Now, when we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in multiple sectors, led by the healthcare, communication services, information technology, and energy sectors, were responsible for the improvement in overall earnings for the index during the past week. At the company level, the top contributors to the earnings increase for the week were Alphabet, Chevron, Microsoft, and Gilead Sciences. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in the financials, healthcare, and information technology sectors have been the largest contributors to the overall increase in earnings for the index since the end of the third quarter. At the company level, the top contributors to this increase in earnings since September 30th are Alphabet, Intel, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Chevron, and Microsoft. If 36.6% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the third highest year-over-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since the second quarter of 2010, trailing only the previous two quarters. 
The unusually high growth rate is due to a combination of higher earnings in the third quarter of 2021 and an easier comparison to lower earnings in the third quarter of 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. All 11 sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector, the material sector at 90%, the industrial sector at 68%, the information technology sector at 35%, the financial sector also at 35%, and the communication services sector at 34%. Looking ahead, analysts project earnings growth of more than 20% for the fourth quarter and earnings growth of more than 40% for the full year. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 21.1, which is above the five-year average of 18.3 and above the 10-year average of 16.5. It is also above the forward P.E. ratio of 20.1 recorded at the start of the fourth quarter as price gains have outpaced upward estimate revisions over the past few weeks. And during the week, 167 S&P 500 companies, including one Dow 30 component, are scheduled to report results for the third quarter. High-profile companies scheduled to report earnings during the week include Amgen, Pfizer, Berkshire Hathaway, Moderna, and CVS Health. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is revisions to earnings estimates by analysts for S&P 500 companies for the fourth quarter. In terms of estimate revisions, we typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, it is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for all the companies in the S&P 500 into a single EPS estimate for the entire index. During the month of October, analysts increased earnings estimates for companies in the S&P 500 for the fourth quarter as the Q4 bottom-up EPS estimate increased by 0.9% during this period. How significant is a 0.9% increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter? How does this increase compare to recent quarters? Well, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the first month of the quarter. During the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 1.4%. During the past 10 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2%. And during the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.2%. In fact, the fourth quarter marked the sixth consecutive quarter in which the bottom-up EPS estimate increased during the first month of the quarter, which is the longest streak since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2002. The previous record was four quarters, which occurred in the first quarter of 2004 through the fourth quarter of 2004. However, It should also be noted that the fourth quarter marked the lowest percentage increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during these six quarters. At the sector level, six sectors have recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for Q4 during the first month of the quarter, led by the energy sector at 21.5% and the materials sector at 4.7%. On the other hand, five sectors have recorded a decline in their bottom-up EPS estimate for Q4 during this period, led by the industrial sector at negative 8.2%. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the first month of the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 also increased during this same period. From September 30th through October 28th, the value of the index increased by 6.7%. The fourth quarter marked the fifth time in the past 20 quarters and the third straight quarter in which both the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index 
and the value of the index increased during the first month of the quarter. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music